Welcome to I See Dad People, providing a voice to the modern dad around the world. Sharing stories, having a laugh, and cringing at Eugene's I don't know where he found them dad jokes. So let's go. Welcome to I See Dad People and our Friday episode. Today we have Tony North who is joining us as our guest. Here's a couple of snippets of what to expect from our chat with Tony. Because the reality is, is first of all, when you have kids, um, life goes too fast. Years is sometimes uh, when you, you know, dad or, or even mom, but a parent tells the child, don't do that. They automatically want to do that. And so, you know, as they get older, it changes from the perspective of, okay, let's see how this plays out. <laughs> you know, I mean, especially when you have more than one kid, I mean, you know, the rule of thumb is, you know, one kid with two parents, oh, you win. Um, two kids with two parents, well, that's a one-on-one tackle. But three kids, two parents, you never can win. Uh, before, though, we kick over to Tony North, uh, we're going to do our usual uh, get to know the two lads a little better. We're switching it up a little bit this time. We're, we're not doing the advice section as much as, as we did before. What we're doing is going to kick straight into the tree. The three questions are the three questions, as we say. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today, Eugene? I'm doing very good. Thank you, Stevie. I'm on a little break away with my family down in Newport. So just taking as much time as possible to try and disconnect and enjoy yourselves all right should we kick off yes let's go let's do it all right. what's your favorite number and why i would say stevie my favorite number is the number six so i'm a i'm a mad liverpool fan liverpool football club or as the americans would probably title it american soccer club but i've been supporting liverpool all my life and in 2019 we won our sixth European Cup, which puts us quite a bit ahead of our biggest rivals, Manchester United. So it's nice being able to hold up six fingers in the face of any Manchester United fan I know. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so if you're an American in the kitchen, what are you in the bathroom? European. Oh, European. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever broke the law by mistake? I think probably once or twice, probably in parking lots more than like, but I probably like, it depends on your broke the law and how serious you want to get. But that's a, that's a, that's an interesting question. It's kind of hard to think back <clears throat> at least by yeah. accident. You know, there's a couple <laughs> yeah, of times I robbed a bank. Like, I mean, it wasn't exactly an accident. I just didn't like happen to be there and accidentally <laughs> me gun fell out. And I was like, well, I might as well use it now. It's out. Get some money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't exactly go into court and say, sorry, lads, it was a mistake. <laughs> well, it was a mistake, but an accident is another thing. It's only a mistake, as they say, it's only a mistake if you get caught robbing a bank. Yeah, what are you trying to say, Stevie? <laughs> it's the true, the truth behind I see dad people. <laughs> yeah, this is where we get our funding. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty easy now these days with wearing the mask, though. You walk into a bank, you know, three years ago with a mask on, everyone's going to freak out. 
Now you walk in with no mask, everyone freak out. All right. Uh, if you had to change your name, Eugene, what would your new name be? There was this Irish fella that swam the, the Irish Channel. He had no arms and no legs. They called him Willie Power. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'll probably go with that. Did, did you ever actually seriously though, ever have another name that you would have you would have chosen? Yeah. Like, um, oh. even as a kid, man, we we were big into the turtles. Like, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my favorite turtle was Raphael. So I probably would have chosen that. I would have chosen it for my commune for my confirmation name had I been able to get away with it. Um, funny story, actually, my my brother Damien, his confirmation name. So, um, when we were growing up, like I'll give a bit of a backstory to this. We were um, within the the Catholic religion, and part of it is a confirmation uh, where you get to take on another name. And the name I took on was James, actually, but my brother. My brother has a cheek on him, like he's very, very funny. And he, I think I think he had chosen a completely different name. But when he went up to the priest and he was given the name, Damien gave Leonardo. <laughs> so that's one of his middle names, yeah, after one of the turtles. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. My name was uh, Francis. Francis. Yeah, I don't know why I picked it. Yeah, it's a saint as well, isn't it? It has to be after a saint, yeah. I think. Francis. Yeah. Ah, Jesus, Francis, boy. But that's a good one if you have that one. I was a Donatello fan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think it was always easy as well because all you needed was a stick. It was, wasn't it? It was pretty handy. He had the sticks, didn't he? He did. He had the stick. stick. Leonardo had the swords. Yes. Who had the nunchucks? That was Michelangelo. Yeah. And then what was the other one? Um, Raphael. Oh, he had the, uh, what were they called? Like the forks? Scythes or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he turned up to the fight a draw from the cutlery. <laughs> Stones and... <laughs> Here that's well, the forks are being washed. Oh, I, I, bet you, the spoons. <laughs> I bet you Shredder and Bebop were like, oh no, Raphael's here, we're farted. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going, stick it in him! <laughs> Yeah, Donatello. Could you imagine like an Irish version of Donatello just turning up with a hurley? <laughs> Michelangelo <laughs> with the flying punnet. Oh, brilliant. What was the first concert you ever went to? I think it must have been Slain. Must have been the first concert I went to. Oh, good one. Like the first big concert I went to. And it was the it was the one with the chili peppers played at it. It was the one that came out in DVD, I believe. The Chili Peppers, mm. and I remember Flea was dressed up in the. That's that image is always in my head. He was dressed up in that skeleton suit he used to have on him. Oh, have you ever seen that? I've never seen it. No. Yeah, that was really good. I believe it was supported by Foo Fighters and Queens of the Stone Age. Like it had an unbelievable uh, lineup. I must, I must go check that out. Actually, that would be a good one to rewatch again. Oh. Um, if you could bring back one TV show that was cancelled, which one would you bring back? Robert Lanro. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever that came on a Sunday, you knew it was game up. <laughs> I said you have to do your homework and off the bed. Maybe, maybe MacGyver. MacGyver was really big when we were younger. 
Did you watch the new ones? I, I didn't watch any of the new ones, but the old ones, I remember the, the old ones, but like as a kid and only having like two stations to go through, it, it was really good. It was. it was really exciting stuff. They had some good TV shows with the A-Team, um, Knight Rider, MacGyver, uh, I don't forget. Um, Baywatch. Yeah, that's exactly what was in my head, Baywatch. <laughs> If you were able to be any superhero, who would it be and why? I think I'd like to be Star-Lord. Oh. Yeah, I think he's my favorite superhero. There's just something about him is great. Uh, I love the funkiness. I love his character. Uh, Mm. Everything about him is just a really good superhero. That's a unique And he doesn't really have a superpower as such, so... It's just he's just an interesting uh, superhero, I guess. Yeah, that's that's a unique one. You wouldn't hear that one very often. What's that song that he was dancing to at the start of the movie? It was like an eighties classic, wasn't it? Seventies or eighties? Yeah. That's what I really like about him. Dun, dun. No, what was it? Um, Come and get your love. Come yeah. and get my love. Yeah, there's a there's great music. Have you ever listened to the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack? Yes. Oh, it's brilliant. It Spotify, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. All right, maybe I'll give you one more, Eugene. Who is your favorite entertainer, comedian, musician, actor, etc.? Uh, easy one for me, Tommy Tiernan. I think he is just gold. Um, it's just hilarious, like the, the the things he goes into. You can just you can just kind of put yourself in his shoes for so many things. Like he has an art of describing things, um, and and some of the jokes that he tells as well brings you back into your back into your childhood years. Like and it's so funny and like whatever he's trying to explain or whatever jokes he's telling, it just gets you to that stage of laughing where every bit of your body is moving like your shoulders start going up and down and it's hilarious one guy who was very is the older version of him who i also liked was brendan grace yes he was very good too they're very similar styles actually uh him and tommy tiernan i found like they're kind of rough but uh very Mm. funny um all right so i think we should probably then head over to tony uh tony should be waiting for us now we head over that was a couple of good questions there eugene it was indeed, yeah. I'm looking forward to the session with Tony. All right, let's head over to Tony. Here we go. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to I See Dad People. We're joined... Uh, with, with a friend of mine, Tony Nart, today. Uh, we're going to talk through a little bit. Welcome to the show, Tony. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, thank you for having me, first of all. Yeah, hi, I'm Tony North. I, um, I'm a dad. Um, I've uh, been a dad for, well, now 23 years. My oldest is 23, um, my oldest boy, and my daughter is 21, and my youngest is 16. And so, um, I'm excited to be here and share, but um, I also work and uh, I am also a speaker. And so, you know, being able to juggle being a dad, that's what this is about, is trying to manage all of that at the same time. 
Awesome, awesome. So we'll, we'll, we'll kick straight in with, uh, with an interesting question. So me and Eugene were talking about this the other day as well. It's the balance of being able to, the hard sometimes to watch your kids make mistakes, even when they're little, little kids of three years old, you see them climbing up on things and, you know, and, and, and it's safe, but you know, there'll be a bit of a shock if they fall off something, but sometimes you have to have that thing to see for them to know their environment and know and react and stuff. So you're not always jumping, pulling them off things. So, you know, in your, in your 23 years, I think you mentioned, you know, you know, how, what, what's your opinion around, you know, leaving your kids make, make, make their own mistakes and pieces. <laughs> well, you know, the, the funny thing is the younger that they are, we run over there right away. If they're about to fall off a tree or something, we're, I mean, we're, I remember when my son, my oldest was born and, you know, my first boss came into the hospital <clears throat> and we we're like, Oh, you want to hold them? And, you know, she even jokes that we, you know, kid gloves we're like okay but you know hold them like this and, da, 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 da. and then you know when we had our third one we're like okay take them listen i got an hour to sleep now um <laughs> but you know the whole thing is when they're young you're you're right there you're yeah don't do that oh my gosh but that changes you know right around the time that they're 16 and they talk back to you um no you really start to get into a situation <laughs> as they get older and especially as they're adults where you know what i told them this they're going to have to experience what comes from this by doing it themselves. Because what we found over the years is sometimes uh, when you, you know, dad or, or even mom, but a parent tells the child, don't do that. They automatically want to do that. And so, you know, as they get older, it changes from the perspective of, okay, let's see how this plays out. <laughs> you know, I mean, what could happen? Yeah. Okay. They could get a speeding ticket. <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah i was actually thinking about that the other day is you know it's it, what's super interesting being on the podcast is when you speak to dads with kids of different ages because it propels you into the future for a moment that moment of being propelled into the future you know yeah. some you just there now i had a moment of imagining what my daughter Sirsha will look like at 16 behind the car sitting there looking over going here we go which is right. ironic because what a lot of people don't know is that actually i had my first driver's license three years ago wow yeah so people are like what how, how is this even possible but I, I i was lucky enough to be able to travel around a bit uh working and so i just i never had the need for a car this is just the honest piece and it's it's a, it's it's something to keep but th yeah. that always makes me laugh right because then i'm like well three years ago you were in exactly the same position <laughs> <laughs> right but you weren't 16. <laughs> yeah. true 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 I went, and when someone turned around and said do not do that i was like okay that's right. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> um, that, that's super interesting. I, I was thinking actually as well. Um, w one thing you had mentioned uh, when when you when we had our pre conversation was we've had this common thread, and I was just literally speaking to my wife about it a few minutes ago. Of you know um, people looking after themselves, you know, uh, in in situations like this or things, and we have this common thread of. You know, you're just thinking about your family and you just completely forget about yourself. And the knock-on effect on that is not always great. Uh, we, we had the one thing we introduced, I think it was the first podcast with the, the we related to the uh, being on the plane when they say put on your mask first and then put on right. your kid's mask, right? right. Um, and this com I've just noticed this common thread through every single podcast, no matter how 
old your kids are is you got to look after yourself uh, for you um, you know with either physical or mental health how has your journey been uh, you know through your 23 years and can you share any advice with, with our listeners of you know around that mental health yeah I mean that's exactly funny enough is I mean we even talked about this very topic of would you really put the mask on or would you make sure the kids have their mask on first you know and you're like, listen, I mean, they just tell us this because you're supposed to, because it could get the, well, I'll just hold my breath, you know, and then make sure everybody else, you know, gets what they want. But, um, you know, the, the journey of, you know, dealing with the medical and all of that stuff is one of those things where you just have to stay on top of it. Because the reality is, is first of all, when you have kids, um, life goes too fast. And I'm not thinking about myself. I'm putting the kids, especially the younger they are, I'm putting the kids at this level and I'm like down here, you know, I can not sleep if at all uh, possible, but make sure that they get there, you know, go to bed on time and stay in bed. And then, you know, once they wake up bright early in the morning, because you know, they always do, um, you know, they're, they're, everything of them comes first but what you have to try to do is just balance everything and what i actually ended up doing was creating a folder where i could write down you know all of our family's times with the medical and dental and just kind of get and, and i have mine in there too you know dad mom and so then you can kind of see you know and i need to get out there and uh, fix something and um because the reality is if you don't do that you're not going to see yourself when I saw it on paper, I can see myself and I can say, ah, I gotta get a dentist appointment. But um, until that, everything is about the kids from the time that you, you know, tuck them in and, you know, that's the greatest time smelling them and, you know, they're your kids <clears throat> to the time that they wake up and you're not ready. You know, you, you everything's about them at that level. So, um, but yeah, you, you gotta pay attention to everything and you do have to put yourself first and yeah, Yes, you should put your own mask on first, but you know darn well you don't want to. So yeah, that that was that's a big debate. You know, we we talked about it and then we're like, mm -hmm. I wonder what we do. Hopefully, no one ever has to be in that situation. First of all, but right. uh, yeah, it's um, it's just an interesting thought to know would we even would we even consider it, or is your immediate reaction to just you know making sure everyone else is 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 okay? Um, have you ever seen moments where? Uh, what should people watch out for, you know, when maybe things are going the other way, that pivotal moment where, you, you know, sparks you, what, what moment yeah. would you look out for that sparks you? Hey, I got to take a step, step back. You know, you often looked at, I mean, we, we, we did some project management and things of that work together and kind of your project manager in, in work is almost like that, right? You're, you've these milestones, you're looking out for the risks, you're kind of helping a group of people who are, you know, in the middle of everything, just running and trying to get to some place, and doing that, and you have that one person who's standing back and going, seeing a different picture, mm -hmm. and they're the ones who are looking for that moment when something's going away that they stop and tell everyone, "Hey, let's take a breath here. Let's all just kind of have a look." Do you see some moments where, um, you know, where people could look out for that from your own experiences? Yeah, I mean, the the funny thing about that question is. 
it's usually totally opposite of what you think. I mean, the first thing you think about is they're in the playground. And I remember my son was, you know, protecting my daughter, which he, <laughs> she let him beat her up all the time. You know, they're nine months apart. So they are connected like this. But then if somebody else came into the fold, he was right there to, you know, stick up for her. But, um, and then we'd be like, oh my gosh, there's a scuffle. Let's get over here real quick. So you're looking for these moments of, bursts or you know fighting or you know something like that but the reality is is the older they got um and you know this is right around nine and ten it's when things were quiet especially at you know the 15 and 16 year old age i mean listen they're up in their room and normally they're loud as heck and i always have to tell them it's you know 10 o'clock you guys gotta you know mom and dad gotta go to bed and but now it's like super quiet <laughs> so one of two things is happening, <laughs> which really happened. Um, the first one is, you know, they're in there doing something they're not supposed to be doing. And that's what you worry about the most, you know, they're either on the computer or they're, you know, playing some game on their phone with somebody that they're not supposed to be playing with. Or the third option, they're not there at all. <laughs> I mean, you know, so you go and hop in your car at 12 o'clock at night searching for your son and the person who spent the night so that the other parent doesn't know that you've lost your kids. Um, no, absolutely. It's, it's actually, you know, the younger they are, it's the, oh my gosh, let's get over there. The older they are, it's when things are quiet. You know, and they're at the table, at the dinner table, and you're asking questions. And, your son's the only one that's not opening his mouth. You're like, hey, listen, this guy opens his mouth all the time. Hey, was everything okay at school today? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, do we need to call school? Let's, what's happening? And so, yeah, when they're quiet. Hmm. There's a couple of things that you uh, mentioned there, Tony, and it's after sticking into my mind and something that I'm going to start doing now. And you're right, like everyone is in such a, internal rat race that you don't take time to notice the small things so what you were saying was you know that that kid smell and taking your time when you're putting them down to bed and enjoy all the small things i i, I think that's fantastic advice because a lot of parents that have grown-up kids that's what they say is the time goes too fast so i'm going to take that one on board and what i'd like you to try is there was one of our podcast that we did recently an episode um, and we talked about breaking your day down into percentages and mm -hmm. it's actually titled two percent where we look at 30 minutes of your day is two percent so let's say you have a lot going on yeah if you break it down into percentages you can find that little gap for yourself that could be so important for what you want to do right. and to achieve your targets and your physical health and that's that, that's coming from me like that's what i try and do i still struggle yeah. at it but i still tend to get that time um there's one question that i have for you um your your kids so the oldest boy is 23 and your youngest is 16. now it's it's not really a a generation difference but did you notice much difference between having quite an older boy at 23 and a younger kid then at 16. Yeah. Was there um, much difference in raising them? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> and by the way, thank you for that recommendation. I'm going to try to break that up because I, I like that. Because um, I sure. do notice that when I get time by myself, I start doing stuff like checking on things that I normally don't have time to do. Um, yeah, there's a significant difference. First of all, my youngest um, 
feels that my oldest is too old. <laughs> and so, um, you know, and the things that my oldest jokes about, like the kids shows that we watch um, for my oldest and my daughter are now different than what my uh, youngest uh, watches. So the things that we joke about, he's like, what is that? You know, oh, that was the old shows. Um, but the, the biggest thing that I notice is that, um, you know, as the kids get older, parents actually get tired. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy, but, you know, with my uh, oldest, you know, when there was a problem, we lived in England, and when there was a problem, I pulled them aside, and we didn't go anywhere until I said, listen, that we don't behave like that. Now, you, if you want to act like that, and then you want to be in trouble, we're going to go in the bathroom, and you and I are going to have a discussion, but we're not going to have that in public. You know, I... I had energy, I had, you know, I was younger. And so, um, and so the kids know this, which is the bad part, because kids know more than you think, mostly because they are you, just a smaller version. And then they've watched you their whole life. So they are you. And so they know. And so my youngest, um, you know, he, he gets out of trouble much easier. I mean, he doesn't get in that much trouble anyway. But the biggest thing is, I don't, I don't do what I really did with my first son because A, I don't have the energy um, that I had then. But most importantly, um, I realized that over time that the things that I really got on him about um, weren't super important. You know, that was an additional 10 years ago. And now that I got on him, I mean, he shaped up pretty well. But I come to realize that some of those things I probably could have been a little bit less stressful about and allowed it to play out a little bit more because, um, you know, now my son that's 16 is still, he doesn't get in trouble like my oldest got into and I didn't have to do any of that stuff with him. So, uh, and luckily I didn't have the energy. So you really come to not um, say, hey, because of my oldest, the same is going to apply. No, it, how I, you know, manage my oldest son was totally different. And I had more energy. And then I had my daughter who, you know, she was scared of a spanking, scared of, you know, <laughs> getting in trouble altogether. And then my youngest who doesn't get in trouble. So every child is what I've realized is totally different. And uh, the biggest thing was the energy and that I didn't need to apply the same things because I had learned. I had learned mm. a little bit yeah. from the first one. Good advice. Yeah, that's some really good advice. It's it's every 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 person we interview always has something new that I can see it even in Eugene's. We can see it in each other's fa faces when we're interviewing. You just you mm. see the moment of oh, that's a whole new thing that no one's ever talked about yet. Right. And uh, it's Amazing. it's because you know Dariel. Uh, Dariel was also one of our guests. He was one of our first guests actually, Andrew. You know, and he nice. he he has he has some older kids as well. So it's it's kind of interesting and even though his kids are older, we are, everyone's absorbing, you know, the bits and pieces, you know, and, and one, one thing before we go over to uh, Eugene's dad jokes, I did have one question that sparked was, yeah. why do you, you said, you know, there were some things that we just, we get too stressed about, you know, making sure everything's right and perfect. And I got to I got to why, why do you, why do you think that is, are we overly trying to be good parents and not just being, you know, are we trying too hard to be parents rather than just being parents? Are being, you know, being the guy? Like, what, what do you think that is? Because that, that was the piece really stuck out for me. Was that switch you said yeah. happened? 
Yeah, I think I think we're being overly. I, I think it was that situation, like in the hospital, you know, on my firstborn, and I'm giving it to my, you know, boss. Okay, but be careful and prop the head up, and like as if she doesn't know how to deal with the baby, right? And so I think I think because of that and the baby moments that were still just a few years away, um, I think we're we still try to carry that forward as long as we can, which, you know, I think kind of lasted until he was about 10 to, you know, 15. And the reality is, is you kind of need to let go of that once they're a toddler, <laughs> you know, okay, he's going to fall on his face. <laughs> All right. I don't have to actually be there, but I'll be there for him, you know, when he's hurt, but he's going to fall on his face with me or without me. And so, but how I was thinking at that time was I was going to be in front of him if he fell at any point in time. And as you get older, especially as you have more kids, you start realizing that I can't be there, especially when you have more than one kid. I mean, you know, the rule of thumb is, you know, one kid with two parents, oh, you win. Um, two kids with two parents, well, that's a one-on-one -on -one tackle. But three kids, two parents, you never can win. And they'll team up on you. So you, you have to, I guess over time, I realize you have to let it go and they're going to fall. And yeah, it was interesting. yeah I had this interesting image and when you said tackle I was like if you had to summarize that in a cartoon of having your first kid versus your your fifth kid would be the first one is you're like slowly doing it and the that's second right. one is you're like John go long that's right exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know you can get this and if you can it'll hit you in the head so listen the minute you said tackle it just got stronger this image in my head of this cartoon that was on something it's like your first kid versus your fifth kid you know it's like and you're like go long and then he turns around and you're like that's that's right <laughs> it's the underhand okay and then okay fifth kid <laughs> that's right. or, or, or maybe the, the seventh kid is the hail mary where it's like there's no one even there you're just hoping that there's someone there. just wishing you know <laughs> Um, I, I think it might be time actually to go into some of uh, Eugene's dad jokes. These are usually good. And we do have some special sound effects here that we can't put in there in case you don't laugh. I don't know where you found them. You used to have better jokes before you were a dad. Really? <laughs> Ready for act. Let's go. So I started watching this new TV show. It's about terrible DIY advice. I'm glued to the television. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, here's a good one. That's not up on me. I have a condition where I can't sleep, but I eat. It's called insomnomnomnia. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the origami championships on ESPN? It's pay-per-view. That was a good one. All right, Eugene, I think it's time for the rapid fire question round. Are you ready, Tony? Yep, I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh, I get it. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> TV, start the clock. Tony, who is your favorite TV dad? Will Smith. 
What's your favorite day of the week? Friday. <laughs> What's your favorite city in the US besides the one that you live in? Um, Huntington Beach, California. Tea or coffee? Uh, tea. Nicknames you have for your kids? <laughs> um, my oldest is Freak Boy. My girl <laughs> is Freak Girl. And my youngest is Spasmatic. <laughs> Brilliant. brilliant. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Speak every language in the world. Can you say something with all the time you've spent around Stevie in an Irish accent? Mm, Irish is tough. The only, th the only thing close I can get to is on the continent, which is Luton, mate. Luton. <laughs> Luton, yes. Airport that I live close to. <laughs> that is actually, my sister actually lived really near Luton and it was one of the only uh, airports that flies, I believe, to Waterford. There you go, Eugene. Luton yep. to Waterford. Yeah, Waterford has an airport. Are they it still does. dropping off their passengers by parachute? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say how you get off, but that's how you get on. Oh, the, the, the parachute is extra. That's a that's that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They drop you in the ocean. <laughs> What was your kids' favorite TV shows? Rugrats. Rugrats. Oh, yeah, I remember Rugrats. Tommy. Yep. And there right. was that girl who was always annoying them. What's her name? Oh, God. Angelica. Angelica, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So I'll tell you, I did see that show quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, do you remember your favorite TV show as a kid? Bugs Bunny. Oh, TV okay. show. Well, that's a cartoon, but my, my favorite TV show was The A Team. The A-Team. Yeah. Oh, you can't beat the A-Team. Yeah. We used to dress up as the A-Team when yeah. we, we both lived in Cusco, Peru. Oh. Uh, yeah, we, that was one of our get-ups, and we used to have the whole group. And I was uh, B.A. No, no, what was I? I was, I was uh, what's his name? The Colonel. You were Hannibal, yeah. weren't you? And I was, yeah. I was the B.A. Yeah. Who are yeah. you, Eugene? I was Murdoch. <laughs> Murdoch, yeah. yeah. Do, you think you, do you think you can do a good rendition of the team tune before we finish up? Do you remember it? Mm. In 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. How can you go through a whole TV? I believe in the whole series, they had more weaponry than Ireland has in the army, right. and yet no one ever got shot. Right. By the way, I did notice <laughs> that. I mean, nobody got shot. And, you know, I've seen the movie now, and I'm like, wow, people are getting shot. That was exactly opposite of the show. Actually, yeah. nobody really got shot or bad hurt, unless you know BA needed to stick up for somebody. Cool. I know Tony, you're uh, you got a packed morning ahead of you, so um, we we wanted to say thank you so much for coming. Um, mm -hmm. Do you want maybe you want to just give us a quick uh, uh, just tell us a little bit about TonyNorth.com and how people can check out just before we go. 
Um, yeah, well, I developed uh, TonyNorth.com to be a place where um, a lot of folks that uh, have gone to the events that I either speak at or topics that I bring up, you know, have always kind of been interested. So um, I put it as a page uh, that also shares my uh, biography, but mostly um, it can have a link to exactly the events that I'm going to just in case if you'd like to participate in. And typically the events are related to IT or human resources, which are the two backgrounds that I uh, have been fortunate to get experience in over uh, working. And, um, but mo most importantly, I like to be able to help people. And because I like to be able to help people, I wanted to have a place where people could go see where I can do that. And uh, if they're interested, um, you know, they can reach out to me. And uh, so that's how I started that probably about four years ago, when I kind of changed from the philosophy of just helping myself with a paycheck and my family to using my voice to help other people. Great. That, that's a great, that's a great, uh, a great outro from, from this podcast. Like it's a, it's a Brilliant. great summary and we will, uh, we will definitely share that out with our, with our audience. We'll, we'll send out the links. Um, and thank you so much for taking the time today, Tony, mm -hmm. uh, out of your day as a dad, we, we all know it's, it's tough to find these times. So we really appreciate you jumping on and sharing some of your wisdom over the years with, uh, as a dad uh, with everybody. Yeah, Tony, I echo that. It, it was absolutely brilliant. Anything that, you know, any advice that we get from dads is a bonus. And this one's just full of really good advice that myself and Stevie are going to take away. And hopefully it spreads to our listeners and they can avail of the same advice. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. I'll look forward to seeing some of your other podcasts. I want to hear what other people say too. I think this is a really great idea. And I, I applaud you guys to actually doing something that I've never seen done before. I mean, we've seen a lot of things done for parents and a lot of things done for moms and dealing with, you know, younger kids. I'm not seeing something where there's a focus on dads. And if there's another way that I can contribute, help or promote this, um, you know, I, I would love to. So thank you very much for putting this together. Thank you so much, Cheers, Tony. Tony. You have a great weekend. You guys too. Okay. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Tony. Right. Take care, Thanks for joining us today on I See Dad People. If you would like to check out the rest of our podcasts and be the first to hear our new ones, you can visit us at icdadpeople.com or follow us on Instagram at icdadpeople underscore official. And we will see you next time. And remember, I see dad people. I see them all the time.